0: Welcome back folks, welcome back to my podcast, The Craziness That Lives Inside My Head. I was thinking, I'm always thinking, um, now that I'm heading into my 70s, I'm like, um, so what's next? Um. I'm still working. I'm still gainfully employed, and, and I'm doing what I like, like I, my podcasts and my books. And I look over my life, and, and you know, as they say, when you're young, you 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 feel invincible. When you're young, you don't think you don't think about death. Um, I haven't thought about death in a long, long time. Basically, after I got uh, sober clean and dry before that I used to always um fear it when I think about it it's it's unthinkable to even think about I keep thinking uh, as the end but all that passed and I and I've been sober now I guess a good over 30 years and in the 30 years it has not dawned on me um the thought of dying—I know I'm going to die. We're all going to die, but it's the feeling is different. I don't—I can't explain it. I don't fear it. Um, I'm not going to—I'm not going to say that. Um, I'm not going to be a daredevil because <laughs> when you're young, invincible, you don't think about things like that, and you do—and you do crazy stuff, like I did. Surprising, like. Um, i'm still alive today all the crazy stuff that i did um but now i i'm heading to my 70s um and now the thing that i think about is how do people perceive me i have no idea i know when i was young um i perceive old people as decrepit uh, um slow Living in the past. Um, I have a. I had a friend. I guess we're still friends. I just don't contact him anymore. Who was ten years or who is who who is ten years older than me? And one of the reasons why I stopped being his friend a good five years ago is because he's constantly in the past. Him and I hung out at the bars in the seventies. Um, and then he went his way. I went my way. You know, I got like I said, I got clean and dry. He didn't. Uh, he, you could say he ne- never was an alcoholic, drug addict anyway. But he still drinks a lot of beer to this day, because I know he still drink his beer, smoke his cigarettes. So anyway, um, I got tired of hearing about the past. I mean, it was okay. Do I want to go back to the 70s? Well, he was the type of person who wanted to go back to the 70s, and I said, I don't. I said. I doing more and getting more pleasure and joy in life than I did in the seventies. I think that was one of the reasons why I drank so much and drug so much is, is to take me into another world because the world I was living in the space I was in, I, it was uncomfortable. I guess I didn't like, didn't like being myself and didn't like what was happening around me. So now I'm heading to my seventies. Um, and i kind of, believe it or not, I'm kind of excited about it. Um, I had a friend who said to me, he likes me because I reinvented myself. I'm always reinventing myself. When I was in my 40s, I started doing um, the, my, my cable shows on BronxNet. And I remember my mother, she said, you too old to be doing that. Well, what else I'm going to do? I mean, this is what I wanted to do. Why can't you be too old to do anything? I mean, this is what I wanted to do, and I did it, and I'm glad I did it. One of the things that was in my my mind back when I was younger is I want to do all the things that I want to do. If I want to do it, I'm going to do it. Because one thing I didn't do not want to do, I do not want to be sitting in a in a rocking chair, decrepit old man, thinking about oh. I should have done this when i was younger i could have done done that when i was younger and no i'm doing it i'm doing it i did do this well i did do the things that i wanted to do when i was younger so but now now the thing is how do people perceive me i can't i don't know i look in the mirror i see i see me i know i look older sometimes i look in the mirror i say oh my god you're old but how do other people perceive me i don't want to be be perceived as as a decrepit old man who lives in the past and he can't keep up with society of today uh, i try my best i think i'm doing a great job and being relevant that's the word that i want to use for the day relevant re- relevant um because when you're not relevant you're sitting at home in a rocking chair you're looking at i know a lot of i know people do this when i look at these um these tv programs there's always tv programs from the 60s and the 70s and and music from the 60s and the 70s and and that's all they want to talk about like my friend i start being friends with every time i call him oh remember this song or, yeah i remember that song oh remember we used to do this yeah i remember we used to do this i said but i'm not doing that now i'm not at the discos I'm not drinking drugs, I'm not, I'm not taking drugs, and I'm not drinking uh, alcohol, and I'm not twirling around um, the dance floor. No, I couldn't do that now anyway, I'm too old. But the thing is, now that I'm heading into my 70s, which believe it or not, I'm kind of excited about it, but when I heading into my 70s, is these are the things I want to do. I got this podcast. I'm talking to you, but this is what I want to do now. Whether people like it or not, my my topics may be very boring, which I don't know. Interesting enough, when I was um, when I first started doing my um, this is back in the 80s when I first started producing my own stage plays because I couldn't find backers to back back me to do my stage plays because a lot of people. Um, it was gay, you know, it was, you know, I had somebody say to me, well, well, do you have to write gay stuff? Why don't you write, he goes, you're a good writer. Why don't you write something that people would like, you know, you know, the money maker back then was like, uh, writing stuff for kids, fantasy stuff for kids, and then, you make it big writing fantasy stuff for kids, and then you can do your gay stuff. No no I'm an artist I'm not a commercial artist I'm not somebody you could you could come to and say well I need this I need that and I'll give you a thousand dollar a million dollars if you write that I may not if, if the topic doesn't interest me I can't write it I mean I, I mean I'll be faking it if I can't if I don't feel it I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an artist not a commercial artist I, I like to like when I do my podcast I only podcast when I feel, the When I feel it When I feel like talking to you people When I feel like telling you What's going on what with the craziness in my mind I mean That's why my podcasts aren't Because uh, when I first started doing is one of the things to say when you, when you podcast You should do uh, put out a podcast At the same time At least once a week At the same time I, I, I can't do that I mean If I don't feel it I'm faking it and I, I don't feel like doing that. I haven't done it in, 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 goodness, I'm going on 70 years old. I haven't done it all these years. I don't feel like doing it now. If I make it big, I make it big. But how do people perceive me? And I wonder about that. When I when I see people in the street or go to the store, um, the thing that I dislike a lot, I, I, I just it's respectful for young people to say a lot of young people don't do it but it's respectful when a young person says call me sir yes sir that's sir yeah I had a client that did that to me today yes sir right everything was sir I mean that's respect but me coming from New York City I I (laughs) I'm not used to be called sir when you call me sir right away I'm thinking oh I'm old. he thinks I'm old. no he he's calling me sir out of respect which you know i guess that's a good thing i mean especially with these young people today that's a good thing that he's calling me sir so but how but i just got this thing in my mind is how do people perceive me how do when they, how do they respond to me are they respond to me out of respect or in their mind they're thinking Oh look at this old fool Trying to do this It's like with the podcast I'm, I'm quite sure this guy's my my age I have friends I'm quite sure they would be saying Oh you're too old to be doing that You're too old to be doing this You know you know. And then I, I, had, a, I had a young guy Who says to me When are you going to retire? And my response is Retire from what? Retire from what? If I if I if this is what I like to do, I mean I mean I don't want to be sitting at home watching TV and talking to people at my age about the 70s. I'm not about that. Things that I wanted in the 70s never happened. Never happened. I'm getting I'm doing better now than I was in the 70s. I'm enjoying my life, believe it or not, better now than I was in the 70s. That was one of the reasons why I drank so much and I drugged so much. Because what I wanted, I couldn't get what I want. And if you ask me, what do you want? Well, being a gay man, we all know what we want. We want that elusive, perfect relationship that it, after all these years, I realized you got to have a relationship, perfect relationship with yourself before you can have a relationship with anybody else, somebody told me this back back then, but I didn't know what the hell they're talking about. So I'm think I'm doing a good job. I like being myself now. I like I like doing the stuff that I'm doing. And then the podcast and my books. I, I I I I'm excited about it. I just wish I could, would be nice if I could sell a million copies, but that's, you know, I'm not going to sell a million copies. I shouldn't say that. They say, you never know. You got to be positive, but you got to take baby steps. So, I sold a hundred copies. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, some people couldn't, can't even sell a hundred copies of a book. I sold a hundred copies of my book. No, I didn't sell a thousand. I didn't sell a million. But those are Baby steps. Baby steps. And as for the perception, I don't know. Sometimes like my clients who are either younger than me, not by much, maybe five years younger than me. And sometimes we get into these conversations about life and stuff. And then um, I would say stuff, I would mention something about that happened back then. And and they say, oh, you know that? How old are you? And I'm like, I said, in my head, I'm saying, it must be kidding. They got to know I'm old. But then I've had people say to me, "I don't look my age. I don't look. You don't look your age. Well, what age do I look?" And then it shocked me when they say, "Well, you you look like late 50s, early 60s." I said, "Oh, well, thank you very much." Especially when when I have some clients that would say, "Well, how, how old are you?" And I said, "Well, how old do I look?" And then when they tell me that. 50s or in my late 50s early 60s and i go well thank you very much and then they go well how old are you and i'd be like i'm old enough to be your great great grandfather anyway i'm not a good i'm not i don't like having a long long podcast basically what the podcast this podcast was about is how do people perceive me how do people perceive me it's interesting I would like in in my mind I would like to go into the people's heads and see how they perceive me and then I said if I find out what would I do different I don't know I'm thinking right now I'm thinking well maybe I should dye my hair I don't want to dye it black I never had black hair I had dark brown hair I don't want to dye it dark brown I think I want to I want to bleach it gray I want the gray hair I feel if I'm gonna be old I as well be old all over right And I know I have a friend who, well, he was gray in his forties. He looked fantastic when he, with his gray hair, all gray. I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about that. I don't know. How do you guys perceive?